Well, folks, good morning, Gia Deebsha. It's Jerry Adams here. I want to dedicate this week's podcast to the memory of our friend and comrade, Bobby Story, who we buried this week. And I want to deal, if I may, with the ongoing process of the realignment of Irish politics, which took another step forward last weekend. And that happened when Michal Martin of Fianna Fáil finally succeeded in becoming Taoiseach with a Fine Gael Tánaiste. And that marked the formal ending of the ideological and political differences between Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil. And the big spin is that the politics, the civil war politics, are dead and gone. But the truth is that for most career politicians of these parties, civil war politics have been dead for decades. And what we have now from Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael is the same old, same old, with the Green Party propping it up. But there's one more, one other significant historical difference. Michal Martin is now faced with an opposition led by Sinn Féin. Our party president, Mary Lou Macdonald, is now the leader of the opposition. This is the first time that that position is held by a woman. It's the first time since 1927 that the main opposition party is not from Fine Gael or Fianna Fáil. And of course, it's the first time that Sinn Féin have held that position. This is all change, and change by its nature happens slowly. And political systems especially are resistant to reform, to progress. You know, we we know it's there that the vast majority of citizens in the general election in February did not vote for these two conservative parties. There was a mood, there was a desire, there was a vote for change. There was a vote for a different approach to tackling the problems which are facing people and these problems which have been just recycled over the decades between the Tweedledum and the Tweedledee parties of Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael. After the election, fearful of yet another election, the establishment parties circled the wagons and refused to speak to Sinn Féin about government formation. And instead, they eventually cobbled together a programme for government with the Green Party. Now, they're entitled to do this. But their refusal to talk to the Sinn Féin leadership, it's a very sad, very pathetic, undemocratic echo of the way the Unionist leaders and the British and Irish governments used to behave. And denying Sinn Féin voters, half a million people, their right to be included in talks shows how far the Dublin establishment is prepared to go to minimise and to delay the ongoing process of change, including the movement towards Irish unity. What's our objective? It's quite clear. It's to hold on to power. It's to continue with our conservative policies, perhaps tweaked here or tweaked there, to give the impression of progress. And they do know, they're, they're pragmatic politicians, that they will have to bring in some changes, especially in the cost of living crisis, which is affecting the vast majority of people across the state. 
But they want to avoid any significant change because if they bring in significant change, that will alter the status quo. That will tilt the balance towards a greater and more democratic control, towards the creation of more public services, towards the redistribution of wealth. Their view on these matters, on economic matters generally, is contaminated by their ideological position. And that's based on the belief that market forces rule and that citizens must serve the economy instead of the economy serving citizens. So under this government, the housing crisis will not be tackled by the state. And instead it will be a for-profit opportunity for developers, vulture capitalists, bankers and big building corporations. It may be disguised or spun as something else, but that's essentially what it will be. And citizens who wish to retire at the age of 65 with a pension won't be able to unless they're politicians or executive types. And our health service will not be a public health service and neither will childcare. And disability rights will have no real legal standing or appropriate funding. And there will be no government planning for Irish unity. The programme for government agreed by the three government parties lacks detail or ambition or the big ideas needed to affect real and positive change in people's lives. There's no substantive financial costings for the big policy commitments which have been made. The big issues that exercised the voters in February, homelessness, sky-high insurance costs, a lack of new house building, a failure to tackle high rents and evictions, childcare and much more are not properly addressed. The COVID-19 crisis reinforced a long-standing desire for a single-tier health service. The programme for government opts for reviving the old two-tier system. And the new government, Maria, the recycled government, also has no national vision. No all-Ireland, all-Ireland vision. Michal Martin and Leo Varadkar are essentially about recasting their 26-county state, their republic, not the National Republic committed to in the proclamation. They're about re-entrenching partition. And that much is evident in the section of the programme for government entitled Mission, a shared island. Fianna Fáil, which describes itself as the Republican Party, and Fine Gael, which boasts its United Ireland Party, produced a document which fails to even mention our issue or our United Ireland, or to set out a plan or a strategy for advancing this objective. Moreover, both parties ignore their constitutional obligations on this primary issue. These are spelt out in the Good Friday Agreement, which people north and south voted for in May 1998 in the referendum. But it's also part, a core part of Article 3.1 of Bunrock Nahurin, in which states, it is the firm will of the Irish nation in harmony and friendship to unite all the people who share the territory of the island of Ireland and all the diversity of their identities and traditions, recognising that a united Ireland shall be brought about only by peaceful means, with the consent of the majority of the people democratically expressed in both jurisdictions on the island. Sinn Féin and indeed many people and organisations in civic society have urged Michal Martin and Baradkar to take 
firm actions to fulfil this constitutional obligation. What we have argued for is the full implementation of the Good Friday Agreement, the establishment of a joint Oireachtas Committee on Irish Unity, the convening of an All-Island Representative Citizens' Assembly or appropriate forum to discuss and plan for Irish Unity and the publication of a white paper on unity. And also, in order to secure a referendum and to win a referendum, that we initiate a process of engagement, of debate, of information, of inclusivity, so that we can bring about the key part of the Good Friday Agreement that these parties allegedly have signed up for. And you know, it does make sense. We all plan for our future. Any of us that have any sense whatsoever, it makes sense for a government to plan for and establish what kind of future the people of this island might enjoy in the time ahead, and particularly in context of reaching out and listening to our, our, our unionist neighbours. This new government refuses to do this. And so, interestingly, the speculation running into the government formation that Antishak Michal Martin would appoint someone from the north to the Shannad proved to be totally and absolutely unfounded. I wonder what the SDLP, their partners, have to say about that. It certainly says a lot about the lack of influence of the SDLP. And instead, 10 of the 11 seats were about appointing Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael, Green Party members, including some who lost their seats in the general election. There's one welcome exception, and that is the traveller rights activist Aileen Flynn. But Ian Marshall, the first unionist elected to Enchanted in 2018 with Sinn Féin support, says he's astonished that no unionist voice was nominated, and he's described the shared island commitment as a farce. <coughs> the reality is that Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil and the Greens in government is not change. But the merging of Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael is. The political contours are clearer now. Those of us who remember the aftermath of the 2016 election will recall all the talk about new politics. But it wasn't. It was a realignment, slightly, between these parties who have governed for so long. So what we want to do in the time ahead is to continue to take spirit, to take hope, to take encouragement from the ongoing changes which we, along with others, have been able to bring about. Because the opposition, led by a strengthened Sinn Féin party, with a coherent policy agenda, with political leadership and talent, will stand up for working families, for rural Ireland, for border communities and for the North. We're about fairness, about a new direction in Irish politics, with unity at the heart of our policy platform. So all of us are now into a new, more clearly defined phase. We need to consolidate the changes which have happened and we need to continue to set the pace on the journey to a new, fair, united Ireland. Politics throughout our island, our realignment. Isn't it great to be part of that? <laughs>